everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Pod on Your Loons. I'm Justin. Pod on the Loons. This is Sam. Pod on Your Loons. This is James. How are we guys? Doing good. Doing good. Yeah, glad we're recording this after Saturday and not after Wednesday. But... <laughs> yeah, that would have been rough. Yeah. What what a week. Oh man. I I guess I, I've talked with Sam about this. James, did we did was that our group chat where I told you about the kids that are that are making TikTok videos and stealing all the soap from our school? Yep. That's been a <laughs> that's been the big thing of my week is students vandalizing our school for uh internet cred. Gotta get those TikTok memes, man. <laughs> yeah, it's great. And it's awesome that they like post these videos to their personal TikTok accounts. You know, it's very, very good planning. Well, it's just funny that Right. This is the year where I kind of reluctantly, I don't want to say reluctantly because I, you know, was kind of seeking new opportunities. I wasn't sure if I wanted to leave. I took a all online job, kind of not being sure about it. And then like a couple of days later, like the Delta variant is a big thing. And then now, like just a week or two weeks into the school year, like everyone's talking about TikTok vandalism. And I'm just like, wow, like I backed into this. I don't have to deal with this. You got out at the right time, Sam. I guess. Yeah. I mean, right. Like if if you don't know teaching, um, when a new position is created, the existing teachers in the district have first dibs. So for me to get this position meant that like everyone else, and I, I won't say the district, but it's a large multi-high school district. So multiple teachers passed up on the position that I took. And now I don't have to deal with TikTok vandalism. So. Don't know how that happened. Someone's looking out for me, I guess. You did well. You did well. You dodged You dodged a TikTok bullet. Man, this, we, we got to stop this trend. That's two weeks in a row we've been talking about TikTok. Yeah. I don't actually have TikTok. Do either of you have TikTok? Nope. I have it because my wife has it and she wanted, she kept sending me videos and like the best way to view them is through the app. And now I am, I'm not addicted, but I like some TikTok. <laughs> what I, I guess what I like about it is that I can narrow my focus. I mean, I guess like that's a lot of social media, but my TikTok is strictly like cat videos and like food stuff. So nothing, nothing too crazy. Like the charcuterie boards. What's that? The charcuterie boards. <laughs> it's like uh, like recipes and stuff. Like watching people make super delicious looking food. I I am a man who makes charcuterie boards though. So, like the roses, the meat roses and the wine glass. And yeah, I can do well, that. I, I fancy, make them fancy. Too, just, mine are like saltines and slices of cheese. <laughs> I'm calling it good. Just a, an adult Lunchable, Sam? Is that what yeah. you're, you're setting up? I really like just plain saltines with just slice up some cheese, throw them on some saltines. You are Wisconsin it's through and through, man. Just yeah. <laughs> Does it have cheese? Yes. Well, count me in. Just a that little saltine the- cracker. <laughs> that might be the most Wisconsin thing about me. <laughs> Though I think my wife likes cheese more than I do. She's from here. No ties to Wisconsin besides marrying me. There you go. Anyway, uh, speaking of TikTok, I did want to give a shout out to TK on Twitter. who oh, yeah. pointed out that Olivia Rodrigo, um, she was on the Disney Channel before TikTok. So she pointed that out. I want to make it a confession. I knew this, but I withheld it because our podcast was taking eight years to to make. Not that I don't love having Cameron on, but I was like, I could send us down another rabbit hole. Uh, because do you know what show Olivia Rodrigo is famous for being on? Uh, the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. So... Maybe she was on one before this, but I know of her because she was in, she's in High School Musical, the musical, the series. Ah, on Disney Plus. Yeah, it's a series that's about, get, get this, James, it's the kids, it's at the high school where High School Musical happened. With Zac Efron. And there, yeah. are, there are current kids doing a musical version of the movie at the high school. Like that's what they're doing. They're they're so putting that high school is real. No, no, but it's not. It's like a fictitious high school. But they're like having the fic- the fictitious high school be the setting where these oh. kids are putting on a musical about 
the, the movie High School Musical. <laughs> and that she, just seems like they're really scraping the bottom of the barrel there I mean, for ideas. I mean, it, it just shows, you know, like there's there are there are enough ideas out there. We have we have literally seen everything. People, so, the, people get paid for those ideas. That's the sad part right here. So I'm looking for when someone wants to buy the rights to make Pod on You Loons, the podcast, the series. The musical. The musical. <laughs> <laughs> that would work too. Who would play us? Would you get like, do you think it would be like famous people? Like if you had a famous person that you'd want to play you, who would it be? I don't know. I mean, Olivia Rodrigo wasn't famous. I mean, just the next <laughs> big thing. Say you want you want Olivia Rodrigo to play you, Sam? That- no, just like the next big thing. Like whoever <laughs> plays me is gonna is gonna play me, and then they're going to make it big on TikTok, and then they'll be the next Taylor Swift. Uh, Jason Segal can play me. Uh, I have a lot of I have a lot of Marshall to me, so I think he'd do a good job. <laughs> well, uh, I was always compl- I was always compared to Ted, so. <laughs> there you go. Just how I mentioned about the characters. Are you Barney then? Barney? I guess I'm Barney. <laughs> I, I've I've worn a lot of suits in my life. I'll take that. <laughs> you could be uh we're going deep, deeper in the weeds. What's Ted's Ted's friend that says classic punchy. Schmosby? Punchy. Yeah. <laughs> James is totally punchy. <laughs> classic Schmosby. Uh that was the kid from Blue Mountain State. The one that was the oh yeah, the I one love that was the mascot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, Chris Romano. Yep. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, man, oh, I need to watch Blue Mountain State again. All right, Sam. series. Sam's got a football game to watch. Let's get into this. Yep. These, these news. These news yep, it notes. Is, it is Monday night. I need to give my Packers a watch. I think they've already started. So. Let's give it a go with the news. So first one is an exciting one. Chase Gasper signs a new four-year deal. So yet another 2019 draft pick with the team long term. How are we feeling, guys? I'm good. Yeah, I I'm think I think he, this uh, is this is the year that he's kind of, you know, I think he's blossomed into a really good player. I know I was kind of critical in the last few seasons, but I think this year he has turned into an awesome MLS left back. Yeah, and he obviously wasn't playing Wednesday's game. Could have used him there. I'm excited, right? I'm a, I'm a guy that's all about, I like my guys. I like the players that we have. I like to make it work with the players that we have. I like to develop the guys that we have. Sure, I'm excited when we get some flashy new player, but I always want to keep our guys around. And Chase Gasper is one of our guys, so I'm pumped. Yeah, same. I'm happy he's here. I think... Uh... Definitely, he's gotten much better over the season. I think the start was pretty rough. But uh, yeah, I'm happy he gets a new four-year deal, and uh, I'm excited to see uh, what can come out of it. Plus, it was just like at the start of the year when we're looking at the salaries and we see how low Chase Gasper and Hassani Dotson are because they're on their rookie deals. And then you think about how much time they're playing and how important they are to the team and to the future of the team, and you see that they're still at the bottom of the pay scale it's it's good. I, I assume that they're up a little bit, which is good for them because they seem like good guys. Wasn't there a time where we, we saw that like Fred Emmings was making more money than them? Or there was somebody that was like just yeah. very nondescript and it was like that is that is wild. Was it was it Foster? Maybe it was Foster. Some uh, somebody was making I, I like know slightly that the more home, than them. The homegrown guys command a higher salary than I assumed. So Wea and uh Wea and Emmings commanded a higher salary than I assumed. I, I wanted to say it was in like the $80,000 a year range, which we're like, all right, way to go. And I know Fred hasn't even graduated high school yet. I I, I don't think Wea has because he's 17. Maybe he graduated early. I don't know. But well done. Well done. I made seven twenty five an hour at that age. So work in the Walmart, blue vest and everything. Uh, speaking of Patrick Wea, loan to Sacramento Republic, 17 years old, and he joins our 2021 draft pick, Nabi Kimaguchi, at the USL side in Sacramento. So far, Patrick Wea has two appearances for 22 minutes with Minnesota United this season. 
He, of course, also spent time training with Real Betis of La Liga earlier this season. Hopefully big things in store for Patrick Wea. Hopefully he's going to get more playing time over in Sacramento. Hope so. The uh, man is statistically the best loon per 90 minutes in expected goals, mainly because he's only played 22 minutes. Uh, <laughs> so statistically, he's the best striker we have. Him and the ghost of Ramona Bila, right? <laughs> Him and the ghost of Ramona Bila, yeah. Uh, yep. But no, I'm excited to see what he can do. Um, I think he's going to uh, really get a chance to um, kind of play some minutes and build up some confidence. And then, yeah, maybe, you know, if we run deeper and hopefully we don't keep getting injuries, and we'll talk a little bit about that in the news. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do. And maybe even end of this year or next year, he can, uh, he can get a run and uh, put in some performance. Yeah, I think it was tough for this team. You know, we saw it earlier with Chacon. There are guys on our roster that I, I believe that the team truly wanted to loan out, get some playing time somewhere, let them develop a little bit more. But with the rosters and the injuries, they just couldn't afford to. This is obviously something that the team is looking to improve upon uh, with their roster construction, right? We I don't think we'll talk about it today because I didn't really get a chance to look into it, but we just heard some new news on the uh, Development Academy or whatever they're calling it these days. We just heard some new news on that, what what is going to be like a tier three American league for MLS uh, MLS reserve sides. So I, I think that the team is looking forward to being able to have something like that where these players can develop going forward. But right now I'm just happy to see Wea in Sacramento, uh, along with Nabby. Yeah, it's going to be the uh, youth development program for under 15s, under 17s, under 19s. Oh, yeah. So I guess, I guess, yeah, the under 19 part would have worked. Okay. Uh, but speaking of injuries, right? Like Minnesota United struggling with the injuries. The club, right? Someone was going to take the blame for this. So the club fired Damien Roden, the club's senior director of sports sciences. He was hired only five months ago. He came from, ooh, James, you're going to have to help me with this one. RSC Anderlecht. Anderlecht. Okay. I would have gotten that one. Anderlecht. Okay. By way of Seattle, though. So Cameron, good friend of the show, who was just on our most previous, our most recent episode I actually texted him when I realized that he was formerly a Seattle guy. Cameron loves this guy. Cameron absolutely loves this guy. Cameron, if you don't know him, he he is their, the leader of Grill FC, one of the supporters groups there, and he's very involved with supporters culture there. He has exclusive access to the Sounders, so he knows a lot of these guys on a personal level. He made it sound like Rodin was going to be, was going to have a spot with Seattle had he not left to go to, um, I'm get where where's Anderlecht? Is that in the Netherlands, James? No, it's Belgium. Belgium. Okay. Had he not gone to Belgium, Cameron thought that Seattle was going to have a spot for him in the future. So I I don't know. I mean, anytime something like this happens, someone has to take the blame, whether it was fair or not. I don't know. Maybe it was fair. Maybe he wasn't good at his job. Maybe he was unlucky, and these injuries just kept happening. I don't know. Justin, what's his LinkedIn look like? <laughs> oh, man. He is uh, developing so many cultures everywhere he goes. Uh, I think he even used the same buzzword several times. The guy, is, the guy has been around to a lot of great places. He actually had this title for Man City like somewhat like 10 years ago. So, yeah. Should, should we be concerned that he still hasn't changed his job to be us? <laughs> like it still says Andelect. Though I th- I think it's like it's like the LinkedIn for Europe. Maybe I don't know. Maybe that's maybe that's just me reading into that part of it. But yeah, uh, you know, I guess you got to have someone to blame for all the injuries, and the guy that's training them might be the one that takes it. Well, my LinkedIn probably still has my old job on it because I activated a LinkedIn when I was looking for a job. Now that I have one, I haven't touched it since. Yeah, and I mean, this guy, uh, you know, there's no slouch football teams in here. Like Bolton, Blackburn, Man City, Wales. 
QPR, Stoke, Seattle, Anderlecht, us. Like, he's been around a bit. But, you know, if all your guys are getting injured at training and it's all a very similar type of injury and your players keep getting injured, even after a couple have, and you end up with four or five with the same type of injury, yeah, at the end of the day, that's your job to make sure that stuff doesn't happen with intensity and and kind of how much you do and how often you do it. Well, yeah, at the end of the day, the the senior guy's got to go, I think. so. And, and I guess one of the things that I thought that could be attributed to this is, you know, like what we, ha- we talked about with Cameron, like we don't have a ton of organizational depth, right? And a lot of those teams that he has trained in the past have a lot of guys and maybe he is just pushing too hard on what he has, right? Like there just aren't enough bodies to do the training sessions. I'm just, obviously this is me just kind of pulling this out of nowhere, but I, th- I thought about that when, when this happened, it's like, maybe he's just, he just it hasn't worked with this, a club this small. Yeah. I mean, I think even Anderlecht might be bigger than us. Um, so yeah, we probably are the smallest club, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's just how it is. It, I think you're onto something there because there have been so many times where it's like, Oh my gosh, can't we, take Reynoso off the field, right? Like he's just getting hacked up game after game. It's clearly impacting his play, but who do we replace him with? Like how, how do you take Reynoso off the field unless you absolutely have to? I, I get it. I get it. You're not necessarily in a win-win situation. You're kind of in a lose-lose. Yeah. And speaking of the training room, we had some people come back. Uh, which was good. Robin Lodd returned as a sub in the first game of the week and then started against the Galaxy. Reynoso missed the SKC game, but then absolutely turned on a blinder against the Galaxy. Jeez, he looked good, eh? We'll talk about it later, but man, when he scored twice, it was like, okay, there we go. Now we now we look a bit more dangerous. Hassani Dodson, young Gregush. Missed both games with a knee and an ankle, respectively. And Nico Hansen, who's got a groin and one agadello with his thigh, are improving in their rehabs and could potentially contribute next week. So still, still, you know, four players that we would expect to make regular appearances, you know, starting or off the bench, still not available. So it really is testing the depth, I think. Once we're full strength, I think we're we're all in agreement that this team can beat anyone. So I guess make the playoffs. <laughs> I'd like to say host a game, go on a run, but just make the playoffs. Do it the hard way if you need to. This team can beat anyone when full strength, as we saw on Saturday. But when this team is not full strength, eek. Right? <laughs> that, that, that was Wednesday. <laughs> that was Wednesday. You boys want to uh, talk about your international team? Teams, yeah. Let's just give a quick rundown. U.S. men's national team has upcoming World Cup qualifiers in October. The 7th versus Jamaica. The 10th at Panama. The 13th versus Costa Rica. So it's Calvo time, Justin. Don't wear your jersey that day. Uh, Maybe I should. You know, maybe I should jinx him. Of course, any England-based Yanks may have to miss the Panama match because it's on England's red list for travel. Panama, that is. So... Maybe without Pulisic. I know we got like a couple guys at Fulham. Josh Sargent is at Norwich. Oh, yeah. Forgot he moved over. Yeah, I, I mean, the squad is uh, deep enough that they should have some way around it. But And then U.S. women's national team. Carly Lloyd scores five goals in a 9-0 friendly win versus Paraguay on the 16th. Carly Lloyd is set to play her final international game at Allianz Field Tuesday, October 26th. I guess the tickets are on sale and they're still there for $55. The cheaper ones are all sold out. Justin, are you going? I'm I'm kind of going back and forth on it. I think I'd like to go, but if I don't, I don't. I yeah. It would be fun. I think if I didn't have kids, I would want to. Or if I had kids that were old enough, I'd want to. I don't know. Friendlies just aren't as fun as a real game. I mean, can we talk about the fact that she's going to retire and she's still banging in five goals in a game? <laughs> like, That's you impressive. sure you want to retire? She's That's got like, it. 
Yeah, she's going out on her terms, you know, on a high. So. Yeah. And it's it's crazy that her final game is at Allianz. Just feels like we've been watching her forever, and her final game is going to be here. Y'all are lucky. You get to go watch, hopefully. Yeah, I, I went to... They played at... Um, before Allianz was open, they played at TCF. Or not TCF. Um, The other one. The big one. U.S. Bank. <laughs> A, diff- a different bank. banging establishment yeah. stadium. Yep. You know, those Minnesota football teams that can't keep them straight. But yeah, I saw them. I saw them at the, play at U.S. Bank Stadium. And it was a good time. It was a good time. It was good soccer on display. I think they played Switzerland. But friendlies just don't have the same. And they're fun. Don't get me wrong. It's still a fun day out at the pitch. Just not the same intensity, in my opinion, as a a competitive match. And I've been to two games this year uh, for any sport. I, so that that's kind of where I'm at. I don't I don't think I'm gonna make a ton of effort to make it to a friendly, but I don't know. Anyway, let's close things off before we get to our two games. Just Ford Madison had a one one draw at Toronto FC two. So one of those teams that very soon will not be in USL League One because all the MLS reserve teams will soon have their own league. Ford Madison now in seventh place, but they're tied with 28 points with the sixth place New England too. As I said during the last episode, Ford Madison has a game in hand on five of the t- five of the six teams above them. So very much still in the running for a top six spot, which is needed to make the playoffs. I'm cheering them on. Well, guys, let's get into it. Let's start off with this 0-4 loss at Sporting Kansas City. How was it, guys? <laughs> uh, I watched the first half, and then I uh, went on with my day. It was uh, it was brutal. <laughs> we, we, we peppered at the beginning like we sometimes do, and then proceeded to just get our, our butts kicked. Yeah, zero shots on target is never a good stat. Um, you're generally not going to score any goals if you don't put the ball in between the net. It's kind of the point of the game, right? You should have said that in a John Madden voice, James. <laughs> what you got to do is... What you got to do <laughs> is you got to score, and you got to beat the other team by scoring more. That's good. That's NFL football. But yeah. to be honest, guys, I didn't even watch the highlights. <laughs> Because <laughs> I didn't want to depress myself. Uh, I, so, right, like, you guys, I was talking about this last week. I had kind of a roller coaster uh, between mid-August and mid-September where, right, like, had a kid, then started a new job, and then kid got RSV really bad and had to go to the hospital. He's totally fine now. But, like, I, I had a month to, like, kind of forget like I had a month where paying attention to Minnesota United wasn't really uh too much of a priority even though it's one of my favorite things to do and like this was finally a game where I'm like I don't have any reason I can't watch this game I have my couch I have a beer like I'm gonna watch Minnesota United and of course they were awful right they were just (laughs) dreadful to watch it was not fun but I still got to watch a game and still got to take it in and it's one to forget. It's one to forget. Right. But you know that, you know, those t-shirts that say like a bad day of fishing is still better than a good day at work. That was, that was kind of my mindset on this one. A bad night watching the loons is still better than, well, I guess I like my job enough, but it was still a good time. That's what I'm getting at. Should we go through the lineup and talk about some things at least? So, in goal was Miller. Defense was DJ Taylor, Debussy, Boxy, and Metinair on the right. Midfield was Will Trapp and Jacory Hayes. Uh, attacking was Franco Fragapane, Adrian Unu, and Ethan Finley. And then up front, we had Adi starting as the lone striker. 58th minute, we had a trio Hold on. of subs. I was so excited about Adi and Hunu starting at the same time. I was so pumped about that. How did it go? Uh, it, it didn't. Um, but I was really excited for it. 
I right, like because we kept hearing like maybe Hanu just needs someone to be able to play off of. Like he's used to he's used to kind of a two striker formation, and I don't know, I don't know, man. I I thought that this was going to be just the Adrian Hanu breakout game, and it wasn't. Sorry, go ahead, James. Yeah, I mean it wasn't uh, unfortunately, but uh, we had a trio of subs in the fifty eighth minute. Yuko Italia replaced DJ Taylor. Brent Coleman replaced Franco Fragapane and Joseph Rosales made his debut when he came on for Jacori Hayes. And then 67th minute, Robin Lodd came on for Adi. Uh, and I was excited to see Anu and, and Lodd as well, but uh, that also didn't fire. Yeah, and Rosales, I mean, yeah, it was the end of the game, but he looked solid. End of the game? Yeah, it's like 58th minute. Guy had like half an hour. Yeah, but the game was already over. Yeah, okay. And I mean, getting Lud back on the field does say something too. Yeah. Bit of that, match fitness. Right. That set up what we needed for Saturday. So I guess we can take that away. Like if I was to take two things away, it was the debut, a positive debut, and then Lud is back. Yeah, and I and I definitely saw on Twitter there was a lot of praise for uh, Rosales' uh, debut as well. It's good. We'll see what he can do when we're not getting uh, blown out. So the stats, I mean, one of you, one of you dug these up. Said Justin, Justin, you want you want to go over the stats? Matt? I mean, I guess. I mean, the, you don't have to. We, I, I, I don't know if we need to talk about the stats. Uh, it no didn't go. Cares. It didn't go away. Uh, I I do like. I think it was you, Sam, that 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 sent like the 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 two tweets that perfectly summed up the game. Uh, it was that Sporting Kansas City ran out of fireworks. Like they did yeah. not have enough fireworks for the fourth goal. Uh, and and that, that that we didn't we didn't name a man of the match. Like they didn't even like make it an option to vote for it. Uh, but but they still donated to charity, which that's really nice of them. Yeah, the the, the tweet was just something like, "Nope, like <laughs> not even gonna." There is no just, there is no man of the match. I think it was yeah. something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, let's move on to a game that actually had us jacked because I think it's it's just so funny. It is so funny. I, I think with that game, right, we're all kind of wondering like, oh, shoot. Like, Do is this all falling apart? <laughs> is this all falling apart? Is Adrian Heath actually going to be in the hot seat? And I, I mean, I, I think... Right. Like I, I like Adrian Heath. I want him to be successful. I have nothing against him. Right. Like any coach, any coach, if they are performing under expectations, especially when you've brought in expensive players and you've brought in the expensive players you've wanted. If you're not producing those results, any coach is going to be in the hot seat. I, I was I was worried for him. And like I, I would have understood and and still would understand if Adrian Heath is in the hot seat, uh, depending on how this season ends. Having a 3-0 win against a quality team like LA Galaxy, which was our first win against LA Galaxy ever. Ever, at least yeah, in the MLS era. That's huge. Probably ever, but at least in the MLS era. Like that is huge. It it got it got us to stop thinking about worst case scenarios. Yeah, and I mean, we were one win from the last six games before we went into that LA Galaxy game. So I think it was worse yeah. than that. I thought it was one win from the past nine. It's been a long think... time since we've had a win. We've had a couple of draws. No, we beat Houston Dynamo. And then we uh, good old also Houston beat Dynamo. Portland. Thanks for, thanks for being the team we can always rely on to, to let us beat them, Houston. Oh, we beat we beat the Sounders, then we beat Portland, and then we had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. No, yeah, we beat Houston like twice actually okay. in the same period. So yeah, we were one win from six because we lost to the Galaxy, we drew with San Jose, we drew with Sporting Kansas City, we beat Houston, we lost to Seattle, and then we lost to Sporting Kansas City. Hey, can I just say that? Uh, so our last result against LA uh, was. Eight, like it was August fourteenth. It was that zero one loss you talked about. That was the the Jonathan Klinsman game where he just comes in off the street and just destroys us. Uh, he uh, his last two appearances 
not great. Well, and now his last three, I guess, because he also has another terrible result. Uh, but he he had a 3-3 draw against Sacramento Republic, you know, so where our boys are playing in the USL, not great. Uh, and then a 1-1 draw against Houston. So Jonathan Klinsman, I'm glad you had your one game against us, but I guess you're a backup for a reason. So let's take a look at our lineup for this game and let's compare it with what we saw the other day. So here, one, one, one second, I'm going to do a little copy and paste action so that I can have this right here to look at. Okay, so kept Tyler Miller in the goal, but this time our back four consisted of Gasper, now back from red, not red card accumulation, but um, yellow card accumulation. Yellow card accumulation. Yeah. Debassi still in, Boxy still in, and Metinair. So back four, the biggest change was welcoming back Chase Gasper. Midfield was Trap and Ozzy. So Ozzy back in. Ozzy was also out on yellow card accumulation. So he replaces Ja'Cory Hayes. Our attacking midfield, Fregapene, Reynoso, and Finlay. So the big change there was Reynoso instead of Adrian Hunu. And then up top, Lud, Robin Lud. He is back starting for the first time in a while. He replaces Addy in the lineup. So a much more ideal lineup, right? A much more ideal lineup. I, I get that Ozzy and Finlay maybe aren't who we would slot in as our set it and forget it, like best 11. But I think we would both say that Ozzy and Finlay very, very qual- starting caliber players on our team. Yeah, I agree. And Finlay's been looking great lately. And I might have seen him at the Plymouth target. I'm not sure. I was Claim only to fame. I was only like 50% sure it was him. And 50% is not good enough to like <laughs> make a fool of yourself. Sam, ever. Sam, you made me think of when you when you sent us that. There was a time where my wife Michelle's parents were at like a home and garden show, like they were at a booth. And it was on a Sunday and her dad like called her and was like, I just saw Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen was at the home and garden show. <laughs> and it's like on a Sunday, on a su- I think the Vikings may have been playing at the exact same time. Uh, but Sam, I'm sure I'm sure it was Ethan Finlay. I, Next time you got to say hello. So like he looked just like Ethan Finlay and like he was in like way better shape than anyone else I would ever see at Target. But he had like a kid my age with him. And I'm like, why would Ethan Finley be with a, or not my, he had, he had a kid my daughter's age with him. And I'm like, I'm, I know he has a newborn, but why why would he have like a two-year-old with him or a three-year-old with him? That didn't make sense. So that that was why I was like 50% on if it was him or not. It probably wasn't him. It probably wasn't. No one's here to listen to me talk about how I might've seen Ethan Finlay. Uh, the subs that we brought on, Adrian Hunu. Comes in for Reynoso in the 70th minute. Reynoso had a fantastic game. 71st, Hayes comes on for Lud, which I think is significant because, right, Hayes didn't have a great game against uh, Sporting Kansas City. So to get him back on the field, get him uh, get him minutes, that, that's got to be good for his confidence and just letting that game go. Rosales on in the 78th minute for Fregapane. Fregapane looked good. A couple of uh, a couple of Fregapane's passes. Maybe it was no one was there, but I, I don't know. Like he had a couple of passes. I I didn't think were great, but overall Fregapane looked electric as ever. It was exciting to see. And then 82nd minute, Coleman on for Finlay. Just yeah, e- exciting game. Exciting game. Which one of you wants to go over the stats? You you guys are the stats guys. I'll I'll do it. Similar possession. To the last game, but this one obviously much better result. I think it's a lot of it's attributed to just LA like trying so hard to score a goal and they just couldn't. Uh, we had thirty five percent of the possession. LA had sixty five percent shots on target. Uh, we had three. We were three for nine. LA was two for eight. Uh, this one was like the the peculiar one, but I'm guessing it, it just has to be because of the quality of goals that our boy Reynoso was firing. Uh, we only had a 0.9 expected goals, and LA had a 0.9 as well. So XG says it's a tie, but I saw a 3 nothing win. But Reynoso's boots from outside of the penalty box 
definitely show that we had a win. Yeah, I mean, because probably they're not, like, in all reality, most of the time, players who take those shots are not going to put either of those in, I would assume. Just Reynoso's man-of-the-match performance by scoring two goals. And keen listeners might know that I'm a stats man when it comes to goals. This is the first time we have scored more than two goals in a game in the entire season. We finally did it, guys. Three goals in a game. It only took us 24 games, but we got there. So, yes, we uh, we managed to do it. So, yeah, as you said, Reynoso puts in a man-on-the-match performance with two goals. The first in the four minutes. The first in the fourth minute was great, right? It was a it was a long range one. The second in the twentieth minute, another long ranger, absolute beauty. That was like highlight reel material. That was like the moment where I'm like, we're we're back. I know I, it's easy. I guess I I kind of ride the roller coaster of my sports teams, but that was uh that was definitely a moment where I was like, okay, we're we're cooking, we're doing good. That was just oh, what a beautiful just curved it in. Klinsman, Klinsman had no chance, no chance to get that. Justin drove on down to Iowa to go place a bet. Minnesota United winning the MLS Cup. <laughs> don't, don't tempt me, Sam. <laughs> I actually stayed up for the first half of this, uh, and I was talking to some friends uh, and basically trying not to just shout really loud uh, into my microphone when they were scoring. But yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was such a nice goal. Oh man, so early as well, which was the other thing. And then the the twentieth minute bags the second one, and, and yeah, I I don't want to go on a tangent, but maybe at the end of the episode, I I want to ask you, James, just what what do your friends say when you tell them that you're just this big? You've you've talked a little bit about what people say when you tell them that you are podcasting for a United States based soccer team. But like, what, what do your friends say? Your friends that like, you know, talk EPL with you or talk uh, European soccer with you. What, what do they say when you talk about how big of an MLS fan you are? We don't need to get into that right now. Maybe in a little bit. Right now, let's talk about Ethan Finlay adding a third goal in the 60th, sixth minute on a breakaway with the help from Franco Fragapane. Franco Fragapane, obviously we know before the injuries started coming in, Franco Fragapane had been involved on so many of our goals, whether it was him scoring him, scoring them himself or with the assists. I think Franco got credited with two assists um, in this game, right? Two? Oh, yeah. If I would have just read a little bit more, Justin had this in the notes. Lud assisted the first goal, Fragapane the second and third. It's great when co-hosts do... Uh read your mind before you've even managed to manage to get there. Well, and he read my mind like, you know, a day or two in advance. Just doing my part, Sam. Appreciate it, Justin. (laughs) That reminds me of like the starship troopers. Like I'm doing my part. Well, and I'm, I'm appreciative of Justin taking over notes duty. Like I gave it up when, uh, I gave it up when, uh, my son was born and Justin just kept doing it. It's great. It's good. It sparks joy as Marie Kondo would say, for me to make these notes. Uh, what All those times that the kids are ripping the soap dispensers off the walls, I just think about, man, <laughs> when I go home today, I can write some show notes and everything will be good in the world. There you go. Get a smile on your face. Everything relaxes. Show notes. I love my job, by the way. It's Other, other than that, it's been a really nice start of the school year. <laughs> other than kids like ripping toilets out and pulling soap dispensers off and generally stealing from school property is this a problem over there too james i would not know actually do you have any teacher friends over there no no teacher friends i don't think so i have like one teacher friend in germany but he doesn't mention that that happens maybe ask him we don't always like to bring it up (laughs) (laughs) we don't like to talk about these things I'd be very interested to to hear what your teacher friend in Germany would say about American kids ripping soap di- soap dispensers off the wall. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably not even the worst of it. I've I've heard I've heard people saying much worse. I've heard people saying like <laughs> the the thing on the ceiling that the Wi Fi comes out of. I don't know what the technical term for that is. The modem. 
uh, like the wireless router, but like the, you know, commercial sized wireless router that they mm. have attached to ceilings. <laughs> there was people rip those off. Yeah, there was a school in St. Paul that had that happen. I, I heard of one another school in St. Paul where they had to close like six bathrooms. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing. I shouldn't be laughing. But <laughs> Sam's just sitting here like being like, yes. Yes. <laughs> the worst I have as a kid that doesn't turn his screen on just bl blank screens or just they don't show up. Right, Sam? They just. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I, I have a I have a pretty good group of. Yeah, they don't turn their cameras on, but they're pretty engaged. I I can't complain. Um, no, and I, I've been tempted to, like, reach out to people at my former school and ask them. Like, is the TikTok thing, uh, is the TikTok thing a problem? I'm, I'm just, and actually I'm guessing in my former school, I'm guess because my former school, uh, in terms of discipline, I think they're a little bit more strict than the average school. So I, I have a feeling if anyone tried the TikTok thing that they would hate their life for a while. Um, <laughs> but you're just sitting there in your home office like, so have you guys got any problems when you're back at school? And that's just like, you know, your home behind you. Brilliant. Yeah. But uh, yeah, should we uh, do the final bit so Sam can watch his uh, yep. beloved Green Bay Packers? So the table at the moment, we are seventh. We are three points behind Portland. We are two points behind RSL. Uh, and we have a game in hand on both of them. And we have better goal difference than Portland. But I think we'll be behind them anyway because of wins. I don't actually know how. Because we were behind Portland before, even though we had better goal difference. So I assume it's based off wins, I guess. I don't know how your MLS table works. But uh, yeah, we basically got a game in hand to try and uh, kind of at least settle in a bit further. And LA Galaxy are four points ahead of us. So... That was a really good gap closer. Uh, puts us in striking distance of getting at least top four if we can string some results together. And the ride home. So, 10 games are left in the season. We have number 12, Houston, which we love getting a win, uh, is, is what happens there. Haven't we already eight, played Houston like four times this season? I think I think I we think should just play in the rest of the games. I think that the last <laughs> ten games yeah. should just be versus Houston every time. Yep, let's do it. Uh, we've played them. I only think we've played them twice. Probably because we played them like literally almost back to back. It just feels like really close. Right. I I don't think we're supposed to play any team more than three times this season. But no, not like last season. Yeah. Uh, so we've got number 12, Houston. Then we play the eighth of the Eastern Conference, which is DC United. Ooh, the Abela revenge game. Ooh. Yep. Man, people, if, DC United. if we lose and Abela scores a goal, Minnesota United Twitter is going to be in a hizzy. Oh, for sure in a hizzy. 100%. Oh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be real smug about it, too. <laughs> oh, man. Good thing because... we don't have to play Montreal. Oh, my God. I'm going to be real smug because we never should have traded him, basically. Uh, uh, what? Well, no. We, we like, don't need it. We don't need to system. fight about this again. Well, and, like, if he wasn't being a good teammate, like, which we don't know that. It's just, it's implied. I don't know. Whatever. We don't need to get into it. Go on, James. Go on. Uh, then we've got at FC Dallas, number 11. Uh, then we've got Colorado at home, who are number three. At the moment, then we've then we're at Austin, who were last and are playing terribly. Then we got two home games in a row: Philadelphia, who are the seventh in the East, and LAFC, who are eighth. Then we're at Vancouver, who are number nine. Do we know if that's actually at Vancouver or is that it, still? It at? should be. I think the Wizard Convention is over. So, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> amazing. And then we finish with basically the same that we had this week. So we have SKC at home, who are number one, and then we go to LA Galaxy for decision day. So flipped. Flipped. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Same order, but just a uh, different way around. So, yeah. What do you think, guys? I mean, there are a lot of wins. There are a lot of wins that can happen 
from now until the end of the season. Uh, it's like a lot of good and a lot of a, a little bit of good, a lot of bad. Some teams that are toiling around us in the the standings. So chances to to gain points or or drop them, I guess, if you want to be pessimistic. But I'm I'm excited for it. Yeah, and you're you're looking at some of those Western Conference teams, right? Like LAFC could be in striking distance of us. LA Galaxy, we could be in striking distance of them. Colorado, I, I don't have the table in front of me. How many po- more points does Colorado have than us? Colorado has uh, ten points more than us. Ooh, ooh, and and we've played the same man again. Yeah, the goal is the goal is fourth place, Sam. Yeah, fourth yeah. place would be great. Fourth place is the reasonable yeah. target here. Yeah. So I guess maybe not as many six point games as I thought on the sheet, but. Oh, and then we need to talk about, I guess. So when we played Sporting Kansas City, they were number two. They have now jumped ahead of Seattle. I think Seattle might have a game in hand, though. Yeah, they do. Uh, and in fact, Colorado also have a game in hand. So Sporting Kansas City could end up being third. But Colorado's game, next game, is against Toronto. They still have to play Seattle uh, at some point later in the season, Colorado. In fact, Colorado plays Seattle just before they play us. So I'm looking at you, Minnesota, to get us a win on my birthday against Colorado. No pressure. I would I would like that a lot as well. I think that would be very nice. But yeah. So next up, Saturday, 25th, we're against number 12, Houston Dynamo. Uh, last two results have been a 2-1 win uh, at Houston and a 2-0 win at home, Allianz Field. Not to be confused with Allianz Arena. Never, never. Uh, so, yeah, Minnesota social media and, uh, you know, Jumbotron team, get your Dylan Wampers graphics all ready. <laughs> the guy has three games in like <laughs> two months. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I mean, you, it's one of those things where it is like funny at first. And I think now it's to the point where it's getting kind of old. But I think it's kind of like, you know, how when something's getting kind of old, but you just keep like beating it to the ground and it just starts getting funnier again like like that how i met your mother thing when they're driving and there's the 500 miles is the only song and it goes up and down yeah yeah just like that so i i think i think the more dylan wampers references that the social social media team and whoever does the jumbotron the more of those just beat that horse okay and I, and I tell you what, I'm much more on board with that than the MLS trying to forcibly make us the nicest rivalry in sports with SKC. Like, they just... I'm not, I'm not into that. Eh. I, I, like, there was a red card. How are we the nicest rivalry in sports? I, I think it was... I mean, I mean, just as someone that likes to go to Kansas City for vacation... Like it's it's a delightful place to be. People are really nice. They you get your barbecue, you get your beers. It's a good time. I'd like to think that we're like that. You get your juicy Lucy. You get your you get your Mick Golden. Oh, hey guys, I got some uh, some bad news for both of you. What? Uh, the Packers are down fourteen to seven. The first touch- yeah, the, I know. The first touchdown was uh, UW Badger alum Quinton Cephas. Scoring against the pack. And the second one uh, was TJ Hawkinson scoring points against James's fantasy team. So sorry, guys. Yeah, I'm not I'm not enthused by that. Uh, because now I'm less than one point ahead and he has a lot of time left to play. So well, hey James, just before we go, just really quick, like when you're friends, and I'm not talking like when just people that you're you know casually talking to. I mean I mean like your actual friends that <laughs> My actual friend. like you're you're yeah like your actual friends that you talk to on a regular basis like what did they say when you're like oh yeah i uh i'm really into this american soccer team what do they say well it's always like oh i do a podcast it's like oh who for um minnesota united who's that <laughs> uh they're an american team that play football oh like nfl no uh, <laughs> like, like round ball <laughs> Round ball football. Um, 
and yeah, I mean, there's to be honest, like there's not actually too many friends that I can discuss the the APL with. Um, but those of them who do are always kind of excited to talk about it, and they're always a bit inquisitive about how I got into it, and and yeah, I mean, most people in Europe, I mean, still it's the only MLS teams they've heard of generally are like the really big ones. So, you know, LA Galaxy, because Beckham went there, yeah. DC United, because Rooney was there. Um, Zlatan was also at LA Galaxy. So, yeah, I mean, they find it fun. They find it cool. But, yeah, I think a few of them, a few of them listen. A few of them have chucked it on. Um, I try to get as many co-workers and stuff to get it on as well. Okay. I think they get a bit sick of it. Listen to my podcast every every Tuesday. Yeah. So it's the same with my YouTube as well. Like, go watch my YouTube videos. It's the same thing. <laughs> every once in a while, I, just because I, I've been educated on how YouTube um, works, like every once in a while, I'll just turn on your channel and press play and like leave the room. <laughs> <laughs> just to help you with the statistics but like you, you know i don't know anything about gaming like i think it's cool but yeah when, whatever well i think we'll probably be releasing this podcast and my latest video at the same time so check it out time. check it out well all right everyone i don't have much more to say doesn't seem like justin has much more to say james seems good a little under an hour. I like this because I have some football to watch, some American football to watch. Hopefully it goes better for me. Don't really care if it goes better for James, if I'm being honest. Until next time, peace out and pot on you loons. Pot on you loons. Pot on you loons. Peace. Peace. Peace.